Welcome to the Cool Girls Only podcast, where we talk about the excitement and uncertainty of navigating our 20s. I'm Jordan. And I'm Maddie. A cool girl is on a journey to becoming her best self, and we're here to share our thoughts and learnings every Friday with you. Welcome to Cool Girls Only. Oh my God, our first recording with me in Chicago and you in New York. I know. How does it feel? It feels great. Like, I don't know. I'm feeling like I'm on a high right now. I mean, it's also new. I mean, we're recording this on Wednesday and I literally moved on Monday. So I've only been here for like one it's full fresh. day. Yeah. It's very fresh. So like I said, I think I'm on a high. Um, I just love it. I love my apartment. I love the it's neighborhood. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's so nice. Like I, I was texting you. I was like, it literally feels like a mansion. <laughs> it's just a one bedroom, a normal <laughs> size one bedroom apartment. I was like, it feels like a mansion just because I don't know, you know, we've been in New York for four years and those apartments are small. Yeah. I mean, you've been in a studio for at least what, two years, two and a half years. Two yeah. Years. Oh my God. And now it you're in a, like incredible. a big one bedroom. Yeah. So it it looks door. absolutely amazing <laughs> <laughs> to have a door. Oh the dream. Yeah. I'm loving it. I went for like a walk this morning to get a coffee and just like walk down the, on my street just to see like what's in the neighborhood and stuff. And it's very cute. One thing I've already noticed, and I guess, I guess in certain neighborhoods in New York, this is true. Like everyone is like, it's like fitness inspo everywhere. Like everyone's either running, walking, walking their dog, leaving a Pilates class. Like there, it's just very like wellnessy over here in my neighborhood. I'm noticing. Yeah. What so neighborhood are you in again? Are you in old town? I'm in old town. Okay. And there's like a soul cycle right down the street, uh, an orange theory, a row house, like a bunch of stuff on, on my street. So maybe that's why I'm seeing it, but might be a little motivating for me, you know? Yeah. That'll be great motivation. You'll walk outside to like get an ice cream and then you'll see like, <laughs> you'll be like mm, maybe not. All these people <laughs> right after our body image episode. Oh my God. Yes. Right after our body Literally, image episode. You guys, I was telling Maddie, I got my dress altered for a wedding that I'm going to soon this summer. And it was just like super expensive, but honestly I was there and she was like pinning everything. And there was one point when like, it, it, it was so tight on my chest and like it, it was just uncomfortably tied in my chest and she literally clipped this little thing and it like burst open my boobs. And I was like, I don't know why I was just feeling so self-conscious. Like in the moment I was just like, when so you're self-conscious there, and not feeling good. Yeah. When you're like standing there and they're doing that, like whether it's whatever you're getting altered, I feel like that's just such a vulnerable position. You're just standing yeah. there and they're like pinning things and like, I don't know. It really is. Yeah. It, it was, it was a weird experience. I just remember leaving and like, just feeling not great. And I texted Caleb. And I'm like, I'm just not feeling hundred percent about my body right now. And he was like, oh my God, can you please go listen to your body? I was just going to say, go listen to the episode. <laughs> Literally I'm like, okay, you're right. I need to. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That was a good one. And today is also a good one. Oh, Relationship with alcohol. Yeah. Such a hot topic. I feel like right now. Yeah. We actually recorded this a while ago. And since we recorded it, I have only had like a few cocktails. Yeah. You switched to mostly wine, right? Yeah. I've been like mainly drinking wine and not even that often. Like, I think I talked about it in the episode a little, like, I don't really 
keep wine in the house, but if mm-hmm. I want one, then I'll go get a bottle. And then if we're at dinner and I want something to drink, I'll get a glass of wine. But I think the, really the only time I had cocktails was when we had our um, one year anniversary, which those cocktails were amazing. Fire. So good. So good. So good. But yeah, it's just in time for summer. I think this is a good topic um, because I've thought about it a lot and it's just, I think on top of a lot of people's minds. Yeah. I think it's something that everyone has been talking about because especially in like this season of our lives, like we're mid twenties approaching mid to late twenties. Oh my God. I'm scared. And (laughs) Like you realize looking back, well, first of all, your hangovers get incredibly difficult. Like Horrid. terrible. They just it escalates so quickly. One day you're literally tailgating, you're taking a nap, and then you're bar hopping that same day. And then the next day you have like two glasses of wine and you're fully hungover for like 48 hours. Yes. And it it's insane that switch, like how quick it happens, because I was not prepared. No, I don't think anyone's prepared. And so all of us are like, I'll talk to some of my girlfriends from college and we're just like, how did we do that? You know, I can't imagine. Yeah, no. And like, even going off of recent episodes, we've had too, like about body image and diet and health, like this just all ties in because alcohol isn't the best for you, obviously. So it's a good, I don't know. I feel like it's a good time to just start thinking about it and like, being a little more conscious mm-hmm. of your alcohol consumption or just thinking about it. Like, do you enjoy it? Like, do you have fun doing it or are you just feeling pressured to do it? And we talked about all of this in the episode. So yeah, such a good episode. I'm excited to get into the topic. Um, do you have a wreck this week? Okay. My wreck is not a product. <laughs> it is just I said it kombucha, in the episode. Kombucha no, I was going to say glass. kombucha in a wine glass, but I'm going to say any, any drink of choice in a wine glass. I love literally that. that's my right. Like I you don't you're need to drink alcohol. <laughs> I know that's, I, that's my vibe. I love it. I, it doesn't need to be alcohol. Honestly, I feel like I love one of my favorite things is like cooking dinner with a glass of wine, like just mm-hmm. drinking wine while I'm cooking dinner. But honestly, if you just pour a drink, any drink in a wine glass, it just elevates it. So I've been enjoying that lately. So that's my rec. I love that. <laughs> I have a um YouTube rec. So Yay. you guys probably already know if you're listening, I'm like obsessed with beauty and like from a young age, I've just always kind of been obsessed with watching like YouTube tutorials. So I made Jaclyn Hill ho. You and- love Jaclyn Hill. <laughs> I was watching Jaclyn Hill in like 2018 when she had Kim K on her channel, like before bar hopping in college. Like that was my vibe. I would watch like a Jaclyn Hill tutorial. That's how I I would pregame my night out is watching a YouTube video. (laughs) Um, But anyways, she has this really interesting and vulnerable episode of her like little series she's doing on YouTube right now, just about like her life. And um, we'll link it obviously in the show notes. But you guys know she's a YouTuber. She gained like a ton of weight actually after the whole lipstick scandal thing. And Mm -hmm. she opens up about how it was primarily because she was drinking so much alcohol. Like she was coping with her anxiety and stress by just making a cocktail all the time. And Mm -hmm. this whole like kind of episode YouTube video that she had is just about her relationship with alcohol and how she would really 
I don't want to say abuse. Maybe she does use that word in, in the video, but similar to a lot of people, she realized how she would use alcohol to like self-medicate. Mm-hmm. So like if she was anxious before a dinner, she would have a shot. Like, and I know a lot of people, you know, in our age range that kind of do yeah. similar things. Like yes, we were nervous about a dinner with some friends. So we're going to have like a cocktail or two beforehand just to like calm our nerves. And Loosen I don't up think a little. exactly like, mm-hmm. And I don't think that makes you an alcoholic. I think it's mm-hmm. just important to like address and understand why am I reaching to make a cocktail right now? Yeah, like like you're saying, a good idea. just being more aware. Yes. Being more aware. I love that. I had no idea. I need to watch that video. It's good. Well, we'll link it in the show notes and yeah, we can get into today to today's episode. episode we've been like wanting to record an episode about this for a while now and I think it's just such a interesting topic I feel like it's such a hot topic right now too yeah like a lot of people I feel like are not even necessarily to say getting sober because I don't think many people who are you know drinking non-alcoholic beverages that are super popular right now are necessarily on their journey to sobriety but more so like just like over just choosing not to drink over feeling like shit you know like (laughs) that's where I'm at and I'm not even saying I'm like getting I'm I'm sober but like just being more conscious of alcohol and like how it makes me feel and like choosing to drink certain things over another and not feeling pressured to drink. I mean, there's just so many different aspects. There's the health aspect. There's the social aspect. There's like just so many different things when it comes to alcohol. Yeah. And you can feel a lot of pressure in a lot of situations. So, I mean, I guess to start this episode out, let's kind of chat about what our relationship is with alcohol now and I guess like how it's kind of changed. I think mine used to be very negative. Like my relationship with alcohol was not good. I felt a lot of pressure to drink. I and it wasn't just feeling. It was there was pressure to drink. It wasn't in my head. It was like verbal cues from people around me. Yeah. Um and so it was it was definitely negative. I was drinking too much. I was drinking a lot of liquor in college. Cheap liquor. Yes. Oh my god. Like the cheapest. The cheapest liquor, the cheapest wine. I've always been into like nice beer, so I guess I had never went down that road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I never think I got to a point where I was like, I need to stop. I need to quit. I'm I'm taking it too far. I never felt that way. There were times where maybe I should have had a little internal like processing of, of how much this was affecting me. But it, for me, just caused so many issues in my relationship with Caleb. It oh caused God. issues with roommates. Like <laughs> getting drunk in college and yeah. fighting with your boyfriend is it's the worst. like a week a weekend it's on the weekend checklist yeah (laughs) like check it off the list yeah it just was (laughs) it was a problem for us for both of us like not bringing things up because we weren't very close like I mean we were close whatever we'd been dating for a year but for us we weren't that close emotionally yet so we would get drunk and then say shit that we wanted to say the whole time but now we just have this liquid courage and we're gonna fucking go at it 
And like that was a huge problem for me in college was I would get too drunk and I was never like people say like, oh, were you a happy drunk? Whatever. I would say when I was drunk, I was never like negative. It never brought me down per se. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say that has changed over time. Like now I've experienced recently when I drink heavily, especially liquor, I feel like almost like it's a downer for me, not an upper anymore. Like Mm. it, it almost makes me feel like tired and shitty and you know what I mean in the moment. Whereas it used to be, I would feel like excited and I'd be more social. I'd be more talkative and positive. And then the next day when I was hungover, I'd be like in a fucking hole. Yeah. But now I, it feels it's like, like the a hangover shift. is hitting you early. <laughs> like the hangover instant hangover. As soon as I have a sip of alcohol. <laughs> well, okay. I will say like hangovers have fucking hangovers in your mid twenties are, are something else. We're like literally Maddie, we're going to listen to this episode when we're 40 and we're going to be like, shut up. I know. Because at that point, I don't even know what it's going to feel I won't like. even drink at that point. It's then, not even worth it. Yeah. <laughs> like if right now I'm knocked out for 24 to 48 hours after If I have I a drink, glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> like I would say like two glasses of wine the next morning. I don't feel good. No. Like I physically feel like Like shit. I can function, but I don't feel good. Yeah. If I drink liquor oh no you're out for the count. i'm done for the day like yeah. i know my whole day tomorrow is done i will be in bed which is so shitty and like so okay we'll get into this later but i think to start off my relationship with alcohol right now is i'm just reevaluating it like i think it's just a social norm to drink in a lot of situations and i'm kind of questioning those situations like is it really necessary like do I need to drink right now? Or am I just feeling pressured because people around me are drinking? I, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm just like questioning, like, is this what I want? So I, we were chatting about it the other day. I'm kind of at a point where I'm testing out and seeing how I, you know, how I can live and go to social situations and things without drinking liquor. I've decided liquor is just not good for me. I feel like shit every time I drink like cocktails and things like that. Like my hangovers are so bad. So I know that's just not good for me. And like, I'm sticking to wine. I love wine. Like there's nothing. I mean, I definitely get hangovers from wine too, but they're not as bad. I've noticed like, well, and you also like a key thing to note is that you're drinking much more like clean organic yes. stuff now. Yes. <laughs> well, see, yeah, that's that's a big difference too because rather than drinking like the cheap wine and just getting the cheapest thing, like when your hangovers will be really shitty if you drink that. I've been trying to be a bit more conscious of what I'm buying, more clean organic wine. So I think that also has to do with your hangovers, like less sugar, because um, I think that contributes a lot. So. That's kind of where I'm at now. I'm just questioning, like, if I even need to be drinking in certain situations and I'm just going to stick to wine if if I want to. And my relationship with alcohol has definitely changed a lot. I think it was also negative in college. Um, just just drinking too much. Like, you just I, – I feel like a lot of the times I didn't know when to stop. Like, and when you get to that point, like, when you're drinking in college and you're having fun with friends, like – it's hard to just say, eh, I'm done. I'm going to start drinking water. Like, no, you just keep going. And then like, I would get sick. I would black out. Like, it's just not a good binge drinking in general is such a shitty 
yeah, way like, of life in this country. Thinking <laughs> back to we've normalized it so much. Like thinking back yeah, it's to fully college and, and what I used to do and what I was drinking and how much I was drinking, like that is disgusting. Like mm-hmm. that is actually so fucked up that we have normalized it so much that you just like take multiple shots like before you go let's out. Take yes. ten shots. Like yeah. no, that's terrible. That's so bad. Like it's so bad for you. It affects your body and your mind so much. And we just like did it because everyone was doing it. Yeah. Literally. It's like, yeah. You're just doing it because everyone's doing it and that's like what you're expected to do in college. So yeah, I think I mean it's shifted a lot, especially like Joe and I don't like drinking that much anyways. Like, we're not big drinkers. I don't like going out. Like, I'm not – that's just not what I like. And I've come to understand that really recently. Um, You know, you can feel pressured to go out and drink and do things because sometimes that's the only way to socialize with certain people. That's the only way that you're hanging out with someone is, like, at a happy hour or going out, pre-gaming, like, all of these different things. And – I'm kind of at the point where I'm just, like, I can say no. Like, I can say no to things. And, like, I can suggest let's get lunch or let's do something else, like, to preserve relationships that I want to preserve. Because I don't want to have relationships that just revolve around alcohol anymore. Yeah, I agree. And I think, like, there's a lot of people who are doing more, like, questioning about whether or not a situation needs alcohol at all. And, like... Are you participating in something just, like, because there's alcohol in this social situation? Mm-hmm. Like, are you only meet up meeting up with this person to drink? Like, sometimes maybe that's okay and that's your relationship with them or whatever. But I also think it's important to note that, like, we can do things outside of drinking yeah. <laughs> to, like, bond with each other. And I think right. that's really hard to acknowledge. It's hard in your 20s. It is. Because Everyone I feel like to go to happy every hour single situation yeah. is around alcohol. Like, at dinner, yes, everyone's getting drinks. Going out. Happy hour. Happy hour with work. Like, going, like feeling pressured to go to happy hours with people you work with. Like, that's another thing that I'm just like, I don't like that. I know. It, like, it's sometimes crazy. it's fine, but sometimes it gives me too much. Yeah. People take it too far. Like, I forget who it was but I was at a company where they would say like it wasn't like a company policy but it was our team leader our director and he would always say like never drink more than two drinks at a company event like limit yourself to two Mm -hmm. and he's like participate like if you want to have a drink and like you know relax your nerves or whatever a little bit that's fine but he's like as a rule of thumb for the rest of your life like professional events don't take it farther than two drinks and it was such a good advice a good because, idea. like, people get sloppy as fuck. It's so embarrassing. It is. Honestly, dude, like, I think that's what it was for me is I have had enough situations in my after-college life where I've just drank too much and I'm literally embarrassed of mm-hmm. the shit that came out of my mouth. <laughs> like, I'm already obnoxious as fuck as it is. Sober, so, like, <laughs> I, like, me Put some just, drinks in us? Yes. Oh, my God. Like, it, it just amplifies everything so much and, like... We were talking last night about doing a, a drunk episode, like, completely unfiltered. Fun fun fact, we actually recorded an oh episode. God, we were so – we were so fucked up. Like, I don't know who thought it was a good idea. We were just, like, popped the mics out. We're like, let's record. <laughs> never aired. We'll never see the light of day. It was so, so hard to listen to. It was but, so bad. But, you know, guys. maybe one day we'll just give it a shot. Yeah. We need to keep it light. 
<laughs> we yes. went a little deep in some we, some we went really deep and it wasn't even like deep like oh shit they're getting into like a really good topic we're they're getting health care we went all over the place in a negative way <laughs> seriously like i was listening i texted jordan i was like i'm this deleting this yeah. like we can't we can't put this out yeah it's embarrassing so yes think about that and like you're at a party and you're talking to people and like you can't remember what you said the next yeah. day. Or you had a long conversation with your director or your team lead <laughs> and you're waking up the next morning like What did I say fuck. to them? Yeah. Did no. I tell them the team's falling apart? <laughs> or <laughs> did, did I, I tell them I'm myself? interviewing somewhere else? <laughs> uh, no, seriously though, like yeah, I think that's a good rule of thumb. Like two drinks or or don't even feel pressured to drink yeah. at a happy hour. Like you can literally go and get a soda water with mm-hmm. a lime in it. Boom. Like, no one will question you. And it's also, like, if they're questioning you, fuck them. Like, if people question you if you're not drinking, like, okay, maybe it's not coming from a place of, like, judgment and they're just curious. But also, like, what what does it truly matter? Like, I don't know. I would never even ask someone, like, why aren't you drinking? Why? What are you you drinking? Just water? Like, who gives a shit? They came. They showed up. Like, I've done that before, and I hate it. I hate that I can think back to times, like, not that long ago, where I've literally been like, your drink's empty. Like, your cup's empty. What are you doing? <laughs> but like, honestly, when you're when you're on the other end of it and you're, like, a little buzz, like, it's so easy to just say that and, like, not think twice about it. Because like, you don't want to be the most people. fucked up person there. That's yeah. what it is, though. That's, that's true. why it's, at the end of the day, that's why it's really sad is, like... You, if you're that person in the room that's like, everyone grab a shot, who's not drinking, blah, 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 blah. screw yeah. you, you're not drinking. Like, that, that means you're scared because you're the most fucked, fucked up person. person there. Yes. Damn. And it's like, I never thought about it. That it way. It's like so eye opening because I think back to like friends I've had who definitely had a negative relationship with alcohol and they were always the people that were like pushing it on everyone, pushing it on everyone. Yeah. And it was like, that's not cool. Yeah, like, we all have those friends shit. who are, like, the influence, like, the bad influences in the group who, like, get people fucked up. Yeah. Like, pressure everyone to get as fucked up as they're going to get. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, I do not miss those times. I don't either. It's, ugh, it just makes me, like, grossed out to think about, like, not only the social pressures that we were all, like, succumbing to, but also just how much disgusting shit we used to put in our body. Like, people are out here like, don't get vaccinated. You don't know what's going in your body. Bitch, you're drinking 20 Bud Light seltzers Ew. a day. <laughs> what the fuck is in that can? What is in that can? Seriously. Ew. It's, it's just crazy how, like, normalized it is for it's us so to drink It's so normalized. Yeah. Alcohol is so normalized. It's just in every situation. Like, you just expect it. And... It's such a weird culture because it's not like that in other countries. No, it's not. No one binge drinks like we do. And there's a lot of people who say, I know Melissa Wood is someone who always says, like, how much we've normalized hangovers. Like, we have normalized in the last, like, I mean, people have been drinking alcohol for fucking thousands of years. Like, yeah. that, that's not It's not new. a new thing. <laughs> no, like, drinking's not new, but... To the extent at which we binge drink and then how much it affects our bodies afterwards and can't us be acknowledging that it's normal. Like, yep, I'm in bed new. all day. I'm hungover. Yes. I need Pedialyte and... Yeah, I need an IV because I'm fucking hungover. Like, oh my God, I cannot. 
like that's that's a thing though that's dude a thing. Like, yeah no like the actual that. iv like vitamin yes. drips for like hangovers they make it's shit a real that thing. you can use not only ivs but they also make like hangover patches they make liquid pills. iv yeah that shit is life-saving though I'm they but like that, there's a need for the product because we as a society have, have just accepted like yes. yep we're gonna be hungover yep so give us something to help that. so give us your money we're not we'll gonna stop drinking you. we're gonna try and help our hangovers we'll figure it out tomorrow yeah, it's just so fucked up it is it really is and i think i mean i mean it seems like we both come a long way like of course after college you are out on your own and you learn how to take care of yourself as we've talked about in other episodes. And I think drinking alcohol is one of those things that you kind of, I mean, I, I don't think everyone thinks about it that hard, but like I've been thinking about it a lot lately because I, I've never been a big drinker and I don't even like having alcohol in my apartment. Like I don't have liquor in my apartment at all because one, I don't drink it and I don't, I don't like drinking by myself. I don't like drinking during the week. So I just don't need it in my apartment. If I want a glass of wine, I'll go buy a bottle of wine and that's fine. But I don't, I don't even keep alcohol in my apartment. I really don't. Yeah. Well, another thing I was thinking too, like just during this discussion, like the pandemic has amplified binge drinking so much too. Like people are at home. They were scared. The beginning of of the pandemic so much wine. I was drinking an absurd <laughs> amount of value size bottle. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna say box wine because it was I didn't. I didn't gallon that low, but <laughs> box wine. Yeah, liter and a half. Like, yeah, it was, those big bottles. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. I mean, I think everyone hit that point. Like, we're just inside. I'm like, yep. I'm gonna do a wine subscription. Why not? I did like one of those wine subscriptions and got all the different bottles. And I find that when I have wine in the house i will drink it it. yeah no and i will not stop until it's gone like (laughs) i will have a i'll have a half a bottle a day until it's gone that is so crazy it's like zero control like if there's wine and i'm feeling like the slightest urge to have a glass of wine i'm gonna open a bottle I'm going to drink it and I'm going to have another glass. Yeah. That's something I'm trying to work on right now too. It's like, well, I'm trying to have more self-control, not only like in social situations, but just at home. Like you said, like Caleb and I like wine. We're definitely like people who like to learn about wine and try different wines. Like we're not drinking shit out of a box. Like we like to like, you know, know your fine wines. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that, (laughs) but like we're trying to be more educated. I'm into it beyond just getting fucked up. Yes. And we'll have, like, bottles of wine in our apartment. And, like, the other night, Caleb's like, oh, I kind of feel like a glass. Do you want one? And in my head, I knew I didn't want one. I wasn't feeling good. I kind of had a stomach ache. And I was like, ah, I don't know. And he's like, okay, like, I'll just pour you one. If you don't want it, you don't want it. And he, like, sat it next in front of me. (laughs) No way I wouldn't drink it. And I didn't, though. I didn't drink it. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. I was like, I kept looking at it. Self-control. I'm like, this is so ridiculous like I because like you don't need it I don't not only do I not need it I literally have already acknowledged to myself I don't want it I don't feel don't good, feel good. <laughs> like why the fuck would I drink it yeah and so I was like you can have this that's whatever. good self-control because I feel like I would yeah <laughs> like, and like I, it's normally so easy I would normally yeah. I would but I'm trying to be more like 
you literally have acknowledged in your head you don't feel good or you've acknowledged that you have, like, a big day tomorrow or whatever. You just don't fucking feel like it. Yeah. So don't drink it. Don't feel like you have to. Yeah. Like, there's sometimes there's really no reason. Like, just go have a glass of kombucha if you need something to, like. Yes. I've loved kombucha in a wine glass. I've never tried that. <laughs> It's just luxury, you know, a little luxury at the end of the day. Elevating your you don't kombucha. need to have wine. Just pour. I mean, it doesn't even need to be kombucha, like literally anything, juice, something in a wine glass. Also, sometimes it's like you're saying, effect. yeah, like sometimes I just want something other than water. Yes. Like at the end of the day, or I don't even know before dinner, a good like work. after work, like yes. transition to the evening. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have something. And like, that seems like a lot of people do that with a glass of wine, mm-hmm. but I don't want to have wine every day. And I think it's, I don't know. There are, and like, we're going to talk about soon too. Like there are a lot of these like non-alcoholic drinks coming to the market, like Gia, Amas, like there's so many of them and they come in beautiful bottles and it's like, It's that experience. It's like a little luxury and it looks like an alcohol bottle and it's like just a little elevated. It's not like you're drinking juice. It's like something that's a little bit more elevated and you can pour it into it. Juice is like the Okay, I like juice, but I'm just saying sometimes you want something a little better. So like these are it's like a little ritual. Like instead of having wine, you can pour yourself a non-alcoholic beverage in a nice glass and start your evening i kind of like that a lot yeah very vibey vibey so actually i'm really excited i sent you this on instagram the other day but the cut has started a new advice column called sober questioning and it's just like the perfect timing because we've been talking about you know questioning we've been sober questioning (laughs) so it's perfect and the first column basically talks about a woman who doesn't want – who doesn't drink for religious reasons and, like, feels that happy hours at her workplace are mandatory, which I feel like a lot of workplaces feel that way. Or, like, if you don't go, you're left out of things. Um, and it can be a bit uncomfortable. So the article actually kind of touches on how, like, returning back to normal post-COVID – kind of reminds us of how shitty some things were before and like this quote really stood out to me so I'm gonna read it it says professional cultures generally reward conforming to masculine norms and deviating from those norms means missing out on opportunities for advancement sure women drink after work and some of the same issues you describe may emerge but after work drinks as an extension of work is a holdover from the decades during which men could count on their wives to tend to domestic duties without them I was like, shit. That's so true, though. Like, to be expected that after work, you have nothing better to do than go to happy hour and get drunk with your coworkers. And for if you don't go, you could potentially miss out on building a relationship with your manager or, like, getting advancements at work. Like, that is so shitty to me. Yeah. And I remember reading this article and thinking, like, listening to her situation resonated a lot because I think a lot of women feel that way or, like, just people in general are not in the mood to drink after work. They have something to do. They'd rather go to a workout class. They'd rather go home to their wife and kids, whatever. Like, <laughs> yes, go home to your fucking wife and kids, yeah. please. I know. It's, or it's your actually husband, really sad. But it's more so men. Yeah. Just, let's just say that. Um, But no, I, I agree. And like, I know there are people out there that are going to listen to that and they're going to be like, you, just because you don't go to happy hour doesn't mean you won't get a promotion. It's like, 
you're correct. Agreed. It, that doesn't mean it's for sure. But honestly, I, right now at work, have a really good relationship with my manager beyond just professional. Like, I wouldn't call her, like, a good friend by any means. But, like, we have just a good banter. We can talk yeah. together easily. Like, we talk about things outside of work. And honestly, I think I would get a promotion over someone who had my same skills and abilities without that relationship with her. Agreed. Like, I it's fully very, agree. I don't think that that's we don't live in a world where that's not considered. Like yeah. we just don't, we're not there yet. <laughs> we'll never be there. What do you mean? Right. There's, <laughs> we're all human. Like we're going to take outside considerations into these like promotions. And this is one of them. 100%. Yeah. No, I fully agree. It's like building that relationship. And unfortunately at a lot of companies that has to revolve around drinking. Yeah. Which is really shitty. So yeah, it's a very interesting article. I'll link it in the show notes. But I'm curious to see, like, what other advice columns they come out with for this topic because I'm curious to see what other people are going through. Because, yeah, like, sometimes I don't want to go to happy hour and drink with my coworkers. Like, sorry. Yeah, and I know a lot of um, – they also said something in that article along the lines of if you – like, by going for a short amount of time, let's say an hour or under, and having one non-alcoholic drink or one or two alcoholic drinks and then leaving – you're actually putting yourself at one of the most optimal positions of participation without looking like a Stupid. fucking idiot. Yes. Yeah. That's without so true. staying out with the other people, the people getting really who are drunk. staying too late and feeling yes. like shit about themselves for drinking too much. Yes. Like, oh my God, it's just so awkward. And like, I know I'm not going to get into it because today's not the day, but <laughs> I have been like in an experience before at work where like things have gotten uncomfortable fully because of alcohol. Yeah. And like women are also way more at risk of like physical harm when men are around them that are drinking. Like mm-hmm. that's just factual for us. So like, yeah, not only does alcohol affect us differently and like it affects our bodies differently, but like now we're being put in a situation where we're at a heightened danger almost of mm-hmm. harm, even if it's not, like, physical. Or, like, creating toxic environments at yes. work. Yes. Like, uncomfortable. It it makes people uncomfortable. Like, it's just not good. And it's embarrassing. Like, mm-hmm. I wish more – like, I don't know. I'm not going to say this story because it's, like, don't, I, yeah. it's now's not the time. But, like, in this situation – this man that was out drinking with us got so drunk, he definitely blacked out. There's no way he didn't. That's so embarrassing. And the next day, he showed up at the office and acted like nothing happened. You can't do that. And like, it was so awkward. You. It was so awkward. And I remember sitting there thinking, like, I hope you feel like shit. Like, yeah. I hope you realize how much of an ass you are, like, yeah. for pulling that. And I wish, I hope more people, specifically men in leadership positions. We're just calling them you out. Know, Sorry, I but it's true. I hope they feel embarrassed. I yeah. want them to be embarrassed with their with their choices. Not only embarrassed, let's let's start holding them accountable. Like, you oh can't God, act yeah. like this no. and get away with it. No, it's so disrespectful. It's gross. It's really gross. So, <laughs> I guess, like, how – and we actually talked about this not too long ago in, like, one of our – wine it episodes about like going to let's say a happy hour or like a situation where there's drinking involved how can you go about it without making the situation uncomfortable like I know you had mentioned like one of your old bosses just like didn't drink and he was just he just owned it like I think owning it is the best thing you can do and like not making excuses and just saying like I'm not drinking because blah 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 like no just say I don't feel like drinking. Yeah, I'm it, drinking a soda with lime or whatever the fuck you want to get at the bar. It, like, taught me – it taught me a lot. Like, that 
being like him being a manager of mine and the way he reacted to like people asking about him not drinking, he would be so straightforward. He'd be like, actually, I'm like sober. I'm recovering from addiction. So this is a non-alcoholic beer. What are you drinking? And you, the, the, fucking like, people, the people on the other end of that would always be like, oh, shit. Like now you sound like an asshole. Yeah. And it, it honestly, like, I don't, I genuinely don't think he meant to be aggressive in any way. I think he was just being honest and open about it. Mm-hmm. Because you're not used to people being so open about it. You're not used to people saying, like, no. Straight up, why? Like, I don't – he, like, could explain his life story. If you asked, he would do it. Yeah. But, like, we shouldn't have to make people uncomfortable for them to know that what they're asking is making us uncomfortable. But I do think it's a decent tool. Like, if you want to pull that out, you can. Like, you can just say, actually, like, I have a bad relationship with alcohol previously and I'm working to, like – work through that or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you want to frame it. Or you could literally just say, I don't want to drink today. Yeah. Like there should be no further explanation needed. Like no, if someone pressures you, you past that, like leave. It's no. just not the environment you need to be in. No. And I think it's like, for me, it was like a learning lesson. Cause I used to say that shit to people. I used to be like, Oh, why aren't you drinking? Yeah. So for him to say that to me in that moment was like, I'm not going to fucking say that. to Like, people I'm anymore. never going to ask that. Yes. Again. Yes. Yeah. It was like a, a moment of acknowledgement that because I'm making someone uncomfortable. Yeah. But when you think about it too, like I can see from your side, like it's, it's not a, a, a crazy thing to ask. Like if you're at a happy hour, sometimes it's just like a conversation starter like Mm -hmm. oh what are you you drinking what are you drinking or why aren't you drinking like it's not coming from a place of harassment yes harassment it's more so just literally like a conversation but yes it can (laughs) so I feel like yeah it's (laughs) it can definitely depend on the person but I feel like if I were to or if I had ever asked someone that it's more so just like literally small talk versus yeah me actually feeling like why are you not drinking like what do you, you need say to be... if your friends are asking that like why i'm drinking yeah. or why i'm not why drinking are you not drinking yeah i mean i'm the one who feels like that i need to come up with an excuse so i'm working on that like i just want to be able to straight up say like i don't want to drink and i mean i don't have friends that are super like pushy and aggressive and right. like would pressure me and it would be completely fine if i said i don't want to drink I don't know why. I just feel like just the, the way society is, I feel like I need to have an excuse, yeah. which sucks. It does Because you really don't. If you don't want to drink, don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, literally all there is to it. I know. Oh. I mean, we were just talking last night, too, about how sometimes drinking, like, we were drinking wine last night, and the ideas were flowing. They were. They so were sometimes, flowing. like, it's so positive, like, when you're just in a different headspace and you just kind of have, like, I don't know, different thoughts and inspiration and stuff. Well, and I think it's different if you're in the right place and you're choosing to have a drink with a friend versus, mm-hmm. like, the environment. Yeah, like, if you don't feel like doing something and you are finding yourself feeling pressure to do it anyways – like, that's a red flag. We shouldn't, like, we should recognize that more, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, it happens to all of us. It happens to me all the time. Like, I'll be out to dinner and I'll be like, oh, they ordered a drink. I should order a drink. Yes. But, like, you Seriously. don't have to do that. If you're not in the mood, don't. And it's just, it's a struggle. It really and is. And if you don't want to spend $20 on a fucking drink, that's going to do nothing. Literally, so getting fun. a cocktail at dinner, I'm so against it. I never get a drink at dinner because I'm like, 
what is this gonna do for me i've never been someone <laughs> that drinks while i eat I me hate either it. i i would never like i'll have a drink before dinner but during my meal i never drink alcohol well that's another thing too at restaurants it's like i always feel weird saying no because they always come up first and say like what can i get you guys to drink or like what drinks are we looking at tonight and if I say, like, no, like, just water, it's, like, a weird vibe. I'm, like, stop. No. <laughs> like, stop. I don't want a cocktail. Yeah. It, it is, especially in, like, big cities. In, like, New York, expected. it's expected mm-hmm. that you get a cocktail at dinner. Yeah. Like, people are almost disappointed. The waiter they are. is disappointed when they not, are. Like, I'm always, like, mm, they just we're good for money. now. We're good for now. Yeah. And I'm, like, we'll keep the menu. Like, I'm not ordering something. Why do I have to, like, pretend to this waiter, like, I'm going to order a drink later? <laughs> like... It's so weird and annoying. My God. Alcohol, man. Okay, so what are our, like, final thoughts? The future. Our future with alcohol. Where do we see... Right. Where do we see ourselves with alcohol down the road? I think future Jordan doesn't drink nearly as much. Like, I slowly, since I left college and grad school, I've drank less and, like, when the pandemic hit, that was definitely tough. I was drinking wine, like, heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think lately it's been, like, I just feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't feel good. And I, I know a part of that is, like, I'm trying to be more in tune with my body. And I feel like I'm listening more than mm-hmm. I used to. And I feel like I'm acknowledging more the things that don't make me feel good, whether it's food, a certain exercise, anything. So I think it's heightened to me lately how shitty I feel when I drink. I don't think I see myself ever being fully – I don't want to say sober because sober makes it sound like you have, a you, you have a problem and you are recovering from addiction, which is real, and a mm-hmm. lot of people are struggling with that, and you go through a very specific process to, like, get sober. I don't feel at all that I have an addiction to alcohol. I just feel like I know and acknowledge how shitty it makes me feel usually – so with that in mind, I want to, like, decrease my alcohol intake, but I don't think that, like, I'm at a point where I would ever give up alcohol completely. Mm-hmm. I think it'd more be, like, there are times lately where I'm, like, I just go a couple days without drinking, and I'm, like, do I want to break this streak? Like, yeah, I've I gone know. a couple days without drinking, and I feel kind of good. Maybe I'll just, like, not drink a while longer. Mm-hmm. So I could see, like, down the road maybe going through certain periods of time where I just fully cut out alcohol just mm-hmm. to like see how my body feels and like, like recover. A reset. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that's becoming more popular right now too, is like people will say it's good to take a break from alcohol for like 30, 60 days at mm-hmm. a time um, to kind of give yourself a reset. Yeah. So I think future Jordan definitely is doing that kind of thing. But yeah. do I think I'll ever fully give up alcohol? I don't think I would. Yeah. Me either. I think what you said about, like, listening to your body and understanding how alcohol affects you is literally the first step to having a better relationship with it. Because if you don't, like, recognize that and understand how it affects you or, like, how you feel after you drink certain things, like, I don't know, like, how do you feel if you drink vodka versus, like, whiskey? Like, just even things like that, you can figure out, like, okay, I'm not drinking that anymore because it really fucks me up and I don't want to feel like that anymore. So, I don't know. I just think recognizing and listening to your body is literally the first step to all of this. I think my journey with alcohol, right now, like I said, I don't really keep alcohol in my apartment. Like, I just don't, and I'm fine with that, and I think that will totally continue. I kind of like the idea of not drinking liquor. I don't know if that's a forever thing. Like, 
I love a good margarita, so I do love a good margarita. <laughs> so I don't know if that could be a forever thing, but I don't know. I think sticking with wine at this point and just if I want some wine, get some wine, but like not overdoing it. I don't really like drinking during the week, so maybe getting some of those non-alcoholic aperitifs and kombucha and drinking it out of a fancy glass and just romanticizing my life a little bit um, is going to be my vibe. So I think saving alcohol for the weekends if necessary and kind of going that route with the non-alcoholic drinks that are just flooding the market these days. So yeah, I think that's where I'm at. But who knows? We can do another episode in 10 years and see what we're feeling. I do think like a couple of weeks ago, we talked about body image and we had that conversation around like, why are you working out? Why are you like exercising? Is it to like help your mental state of mind? Is it to be stronger? Like understanding why we're doing things, I feel like is core to this conversation because mm-hmm. there have fully been times where all of us have chosen to pick up a drink because we're bored yes, or because we're angry or because we're lonely. Like these are kind of natural things that we're all going through and we're using alcohol as like some sort of substance to take us out of that mode yeah and I definitely think like recognizing and being more conscious of like why do I want this right now Mm -hmm. is so powerful because there are definitely times where I'm like I'm just in the mood for a glass of wine that sounds good I had a great day at work like I'm vibing Caleb and I are gonna go to dinner tonight like I'm going to have a glass of wine and Mm -hmm. it's a positive experience. Making it positive. Yes, because I'm in the right mindset. But then the worst nights that you have are the nights where you're like, I don't feel like drinking, but my friend is and they keep telling me I should take a shot. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do it anyways. And then you feel like crap. Yeah, you just don't feel good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a journey. It's a journey. So we'll see where it goes and we'll see how long I can go with no liquor. But <laughs> I'm I'm enjoying my wine life right now. I yeah. want I also want to learn more about wine. Like I really do love wine and I don't think I could ever give it up. It's also just fun. Like it's a fun thing to learn about and understand and like pair with different things and I I, I enjoy wine. I think it's very interesting like the history of wine and like why we like certain wines compared to others um and trying new things like I feel like wine has a lot more not I feel like wine does have like less harmful effects on you mm-hmm. most of the time especially red wine versus like a shot of tequila yeah <laughs> like, that's not like, the best yeah and I also think that's another thing is like when we talk about alcohol sometimes it's like this overarching thing but there are different types of alcohol it's that are totally like yeah. interact with your body differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I agree with you though. I don't think wine for me would be the hardest thing. Yeah. To, I don't think I'll give, give it up. I enjoy it. It's something yeah. I enjoy. So like I know that I like wine and like I, it doesn't make me feel like shit if I drink it in moderation, if you don't do, go too crazy. You're not drinking cheap shit either. Not you're, drinking cheap drinking shit. nicer stuff. And like, when we say cheap shit, like, we're not, like, saying we're buying, like, $100 bottles. No, like, you no, can no, no. go into the store and get, like, an inexpensive bottle, but make sure you're reading the label and mm-hmm. see that it's organic and, like, low sugar and whatever. Like, read the labels. Or, like, what I do is I go onto my wine store around the corner's website and I filter to organic wines and I can just buy it there. Like, they're not ex- – it's not necessarily expensive. It's a bit more expensive than, you know, your typical $10 bottled wine. 
but <laughs> the typical college ten dollar bottle of barefoot um oh, God. disgusting but yeah just being a little bit more conscious yeah and you also know like you're getting higher quality higher quality lower quantity guys that's We're all the about vibe. it yeah like drink nicer stuff treat yourself treat make yourself, yourself better. better yeah just be good to yourself yeah you deserve it. You deserve a nicer glass of wine. You you do deserve a nicer <laughs> glass of wine. Well, why don't you go pour yourself a nice glass of wine or a nice non-alcoholic aperitif or kombucha in a wine glass and just have a great Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to stay up to date on everything for the Cool Girls Only podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Cool Girls Only Podcast. And you can sign up for our monthly newsletter at coolgirlnews.com. All of our information is linked in the show notes. We would also love to hear any topics you're interested in or any guests that you think would be a good fit for the show. Feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time, cool girls.